You are listening to A Guest Room, how to host well and thrive in the sharing economy. This is episode four. Hi, everyone. This is Melissa, your host. And for this episode, we are looking ahead, looking to be prepared for the new normal post-coronavirus. We all expect that at some point, travel will resume, both business and personal. And everyone is asking, what will that look like? What will normal travel and hospitality look like in not normal times? Your ability to anticipate the expectations of travelers and guests will affect how you define hosting well, and it will definitely impact the business side. Those are the two main ideas we tackle on the podcast. We are going to take a look at some recent comments made by Airbnb's founder, Brian Chesky, and other players in the industry to find out what they anticipate for the market and how you can adapt your model for those factors, positioning yourself to hit the ground running in the new normal. We'll tackle questions from hosts and listeners. You can submit questions to host at a guestroom.com. That's H O S T at a guestroom.com. In episode three, Market Proof, we looked at ways that you as a host can make the best of this time, even though you are currently going through the worst of times. Often, the key to hosting well is found in your ability to adapt well. And we talked about ways you could adapt your business model to protect income generation and get through this short-term crisis. For example, switching from shorter overnight bookings to a longer-term tenant can provide the stability you need to cover bills and at least maintain a secure income level. Some experts feel that business in non-urban or remote locations will pick up faster as city dwellers look for a place to recoup from lockdowns and stay-at-home orders. They may also continue to work remotely. So if your space is off the beaten path, you may see a resurgence of bookings earlier than other hosts. So be ready. The most important factor in the new normal is cleanliness. Now, if you are already hosting well, then this is not a problem for you in the least. Your space is already sparkling clean and you have the reviews to prove it. What may need to change is your verbiage and your emphasis. In the past, it may have been enough to have your reviews speak for themselves. When looking through options, guests who are looking to book a property normally have a short list of must-haves. Look, we all know how this works, right? If you're listing on Airbnb, then you've also researched other spaces or booked on Airbnb. I mean, at least I hope you have. It's a good business practice to know the competition and the system. Every guest has their own list of must-haves and nice-to-haves. But there are a few items that always make the list. Those certain things you have to have, like location. If you're going to Washington, D.C. to attend a convention, you want a space close enough to the convention center to be easily accessible. Once you know where, then you know what you want to pay, and you always know that you want to feel safe, and you want the space to be clean. 
These are the basics. Clean, safe, affordable. Now, a lot of guests may have narrowed down a few options based on location and price, and then they kind of peruse your reviews to see if there are any negative comments about cleanliness or safety. Maybe they've just noticed the auto message generated by the Airbnb algorithm. You know, it's that little five out of five guests say that Melissa's place is sparkling clean. At least it better be five out of five. Now, it totally reminds me of those four out of five dentists recommend this gum. It's advertising from the 80s. But hey, it does the job and it gets the info right up front. The point is, you want to be more proactive about stating your standards when it comes to cleanliness. For one, put that information right up in your listing, in the first few paragraphs of your description, and add a note about the cleaning schedule or your ratings and reviews. If you have a 100% rating for cleanliness, say so. Promote that aspect of your space. Update your verbiage to reflect the language that is being used in media, by hospitals, and on websites like the CDC. Use words like sanitized or wiped down. We've noticed that some listings have begun to use the phrase thoroughly disinfected. For the short term, anything that brings to mind a sterile, germ-free environment is the way to go. List the cleaning products you use and highlight aspects of your cleaning routine. If you do a deep clean every week, say so. If it's a deep clean in between every guest, say it. Familiarity in this issue will breed assurance. Being transparent about how you approach your cleaning routine will help people feel comfortable with your space. You can also add more subtle clues. Hey, if the photos of your bathroom don't show hand sanitizer readily available at the sink or on the shelf, take new photos. Make sure there are disinfectant wipes and tissues in the pictures of your bedrooms or your main living areas or on hall tables near the entrance door. Let the picture show that you are making the extra effort to provide for their health and safety. When we talk about hosting well, and that is the goal, to continue to host well in any circumstance, it means that we anticipate and address the concerns of our guests. This is how the philosophy of hosting well gets walked out in very practical ways. There's a blog post on our website in which we talk about the necessity of offering a clean space. Now, it is not an option when you are asking strangers to trust you with their stay. That trust and the cleanliness of that space is even more imperative in the current climate, especially if you host in your own home. You can check out the post. It's called To Made or Not To Made on the website. The industry has a history of talking about Airbnb hosts as less than professional. In particular, those hosts who are booking on a smaller scale are kind of written off. We're just offering a a charming alternative to professional corporate properties. They seem to take the attitude that Airbnb has somehow convinced people that there was something cool or trendy, and it's somehow glamorous to experience a city from a local point of view. We know better. 
We know that we offer great hospitality and value, and we can meet all the standards of a hotel chain, offering a clean, safe, and comfortable stay. And you can't build a business on charm and trends. It's hard work, and you have to host well to keep customers coming through the door. It's time for a bubbly break. Then we're going to look at what may be the new normal for building business through Airbnb or other platforms. Just to recap, the most important factor in the new normal may be cleanliness. Be more proactive about stating your standards for cleaning in your listing description. Update your language. Take new photos. List your cleaning products. A clean space is not an option. It is a foundation of hosting well. We're going to take another helicopter view of industry chatter about post-corona business. Things are changing at a rapid pace, and each week there are subtle and some not-so-subtle twists. Recent articles have quoted Airbnb founder Brian Chesky as saying, I'm betting on the idea that when social distancing is over, people are going to eventually want to connect. Now, he's betting to the tune of over $2 billion in new financing. Yep, $2 billion. Billion with a B like boy. And that includes a $1 billion loan that comes with a hefty interest rate. He's betting the farm. But hear what he said. When social distancing is over. Of course, we don't know when that will be. Looking at how the recovery might happen is easier than setting a timeline. And if the current trend continues, the company's revenues, meaning Airbnb overall, could drop by 50%. Small-scale hosts could see an even worse impact. So what is Brian Chesky betting on? For one... Domestic leisure travel, destinations that can be reached by a car versus a plane, may recover first. And beach resorts or remote mountain getaways are a safer bet than urban tourist destinations for the short term. Airbnb, it seems, will also be looking to go back to its roots, focusing on smaller-scale part-time hosts rather than the short-term rental market. Now, these micro-hotel apartment managers and companies have helped fuel their expansive growth over the last several years. One change that we see that supports this is that Airbnb-targeted support companies are taking a hit. Some European and UK companies are out of business altogether, Hostmaker, for example, is out of business. Others are merging and consolidating. In this climate, hosts may choose to go back to managing on their own. It's just not worth the extra 12 to 15% to have someone else do the basics. And quite frankly, the things that Airbnb has already set you up to do. Smaller scale hosts who allow for longer stays may be the key to attracting workers who have been freed from their urban offices due to corona. That's something else that Chesky is betting on. 
remote work is here to stay. He says, This is a giant experiment where people are realizing they can work remote. We think that's a huge opportunity. Working remotely is more acceptable, and employers may be willing to let people continue to stay out of crowded offices, and people may be looking to get away for a month or two, not to vacation, but to do the work. So do you offer a work-friendly space? Chesky is also betting on in-person activities. Micro-experiences is what he calls them. These are things that people can enjoy virtually. Now, so far, the area of experiences offered via Airbnb has not been a huge moneymaker for the company. But Chesky believes that people will be looking for new forms of entertainment in a post-corona world, something other than going to a packed bar or a movie house. Now, it's pretty clear that people who use the digital platform to manage multiple short-term rental properties have been hit the hardest. This is an entirely different game with different risk, and those risks are at the forefront of the current situation. The Wall Street Journal on April 28th reported on hosts who are facing loss due to overextensions on loans and mortgages. They had borrowed based on expected income from future bookings. This reminds us that there is always a risk in business and always a need to build wisely. If you are hosting on a smaller scale, it's a great lesson. Build up with balanced risk. Don't overextend and have that reserve set aside to get you through unexpected difficulties. Now the biggest risk the one that we can't measure or gauge accurately, is perhaps the effect on the overall psyche of the people. Will we trust long-term travel? Will we trust hotels? Will we trust people in their homes? How will people feel? We're going to take a bubbly break, and then we are going to dive into our questions. Airbnb is betting that people will want to connect once social distancing is over. Are you? Remote work may be here to stay. Do you offer a work-friendly space? There is always a risk in business and always a need to build wisely. Be careful about overextending. Okay, let's see what we have queued up for the questions. So far, a lot of what we've covered is all big-scale stuff. These are industry trends, and we can't predict how people are going to feel once the crisis has passed. So what does it all mean for you? What may change is how you host and what services you offer. But in all honesty, I think the most important thing to examine is your overall mindset about hosting and Airbnb itself. Does that need to change? What do you actually believe about hosting? A good friend posted something to Instagram in April, and it was this question, what do I not want to return to? Now, for some hosts, that answer might be, I don't want to return to using Airbnb as my platform. Some hosts were really angry with the decision to fully refund cancellations. Some may decide, 
I don't want to return to hosting strangers in my home. It's not worth the health risk. The crisis has clearly shown that short-term rental management, dependent on Airbnb and rapid turnover, is a very vulnerable model and hit hard by changes in the market. Property owners may not want to return to the stress of an overextended budget and bills they can't pay. So what am I getting at? Let me read you a quote from a recent Wall Street Journal article. Quote, For years, Host X considered the ding on her phone from a new Airbnb booking to be the sound of what she called magical money. End quote. Now, this host is in trouble, with bills piling up, mortgages on several properties, and no cash reserve in sight to cover the shortfall. It is not magic money. It is a business, and like any business, it is a risk, and it has to be approached with sound business practices. Yes, the Airbnb platform made it easy to book guests and manage properties, They made it look easy to make easy money. But decisions to take on extra mortgages, to buy properties, to invest in the short-term rental market, these are serious decisions. And then you add on things like overspending on decor and amenities that aren't necessary. Those decisions were ours to make, and we need to own it. We can be totally empathetic to those impacted by the crisis, and we can also be totally accountable. We cannot return to this mindset that hosting through Airbnb is magic money. We also cannot return to the mindset that being a host, someone who shares a space in their home, and investing heavily in the short-term rental market are the same thing. They are vastly different, and they require different business models. If you own entire apartment buildings, and you are renting out multiple units or several homes, and you're using the Airbnb platform to manage logistics and communication, if you're dependent on one model, the high-return rapid turnover, you are more vulnerable. It is good practice to have cash reserve to be prepared to cover shortfalls, and to have a good alternative backup plan for filling those units. No one could have predicted the extent and reach of coronavirus or the devastating impact it is having on the economy. We are going to continue to see a lot of changes in the industry trends and predictions. When and if travel resumes, maybe our first questions should include, what is my mindset? What do I not want to return to? How can I protect my business for the long haul? Join us next time. And don't forget to send questions or comments into host at a guestroom.com. H-O-S-T at a guestroom.com. This has been episode four of A Guest Room. Today, we talked about the new normal and what industry experts are betting on as the travel and hosting business recovers from coronavirus. One of the most important factors to consider is your own mindset. 
doing what you can to protect your business for the long haul. Thanks for listening. I'm signing off and toasting to all the great hosts out there. <laughs>